Blog Talk Radio. This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009. Featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically, what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some, some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. I love that. questions and comments during the live show on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. Again, that's www.facebook.com forward slash allaboutwinebtr. And now, All About Wine is on. Is on. Here on. Live if it's Thursday, October seventh at seven p.m. seven oh one p.m. Eastern Time. Seven oh one. Yes. Uh, if you are listening to us live, you can get on the Blog Talk Radio chat for our page, uh, which I believe is linked on uh, social media, and uh, chat will be there. Or get on uh, Twitter, uh, not Twitter, on uh, Facebook or uh, YouTube uh, if you're watching the video there. And it's Thursday, October seventh. Keep that in mind. You can. Uh, Add your comments there, and we'll get them here, and uh, we'll deal with it uh, next month. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> well, we have a guest tonight. If you have any comments or any questions about our guest, you can always, you know, do that. You know, text it. Um, uh, go on Send Facebook. To yeah. to us, you know. So, uh, can people tweet you back? I mean, I, I know you put they out. Can't they uh, they can. I don't know if I get it here yet. Uh, I haven't had any tweets or anything sent to me, but uh, yeah, I would probably get it on. Uh, I have no idea, but uh, I know Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Yes, in the comments uh, for this video, and then uh, YouTube. Yes, I would. I would get that now. But uh, tweets. Uh, I'm not. I don't think I'm monitoring unless it's on the phone uh, somewhere, tablets or something. I don't know. I don't tweet, and so therefore, I, I'm yeah. confused on tweets so far. I, I've never had calls to. So, oh, we yeah. looks like we have our guest coming in on us. If that's his number nine one seven area code, you I don't know. Um, our guest tonight. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's bring him on, and instead of letting him sit in the green room here, we'll bring him on and, and uh, introduce him and and all that good stuff. Uh, is this Carlos? It sure is. Welcome welcome to All About Wine, Carlos. Glad to have you join us. It's a pleasure to be here, Ron. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Oh, it, it is our pleasure. It, it really is our pleasure completely. So, um, I, I, Mike and I were rattling on about, you know, different things, and uh, you joined us. I didn't fully introduce you. Carlos, what, what is it pronounced? Canero? Yeah, Canero. Okay. Canero. Carlos Canero is a director, and he directed a movie called A Wonderful Kingdom. 
and it's a documentary about the Douro Valley of northern Portugal. If you wine people out there and port people should immediately understand that the Douro Valley, what it is and where it is and what it does. It is the one of the premier areas in the world for port. And uh, he did a documentary about it. And uh, he's joining us tonight to uh, tell us about the documentary, and we're going to discuss it. I had an opportunity to actually view it, and uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit and all. So to start with, Carlos, where are you mm-hmm. from originally? I mean, what uh, are you a, uh, mm-hmm. a native Portuguese? I, I sure am. I am you Portuguese, are. born and raised in Porto. Oh, um, and uh, I, I then, in my late teens, is when I was 19, I moved to London, where I did my study, where I, where I studied film, and uh, where I started my uh, career, whatever that means. And um, <laughs> and then, 20, almost 20 years later, uh, I, I visited New York, and I met a, a, a wonderful woman. And uh, here I live now, and we're married, and we have two kids. Oh, and so, great. so yeah. So now uh, it's been five years now that I that I live in, uh, oh. in Brooklyn, New York. So you're nine one seven area code here. That's Brooklyn, then, huh? That is. To, yeah. It, it popped up. We don't know all the area codes, and it popped up when you called. And I'm going, oh, where is that? Right now. Huh. So, well, well, congratulations on the on the lovely family. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's. Uh, uh, staying in Brooklyn, uh, in Brooklyn. Wow, I mean that's a big change from Portugal. I mean, I uh, in, in the movie you said you grew up in the area where this movie was, and I, I tell you, from there to to Brooklyn is like wow. Right, right. My 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 my. I grew up in Porto, uh, but my mom my mom is from that area. She's from the Douro Valley. Um, and uh, and that's where, as you can imagine, the, the inspiration or the love affair, let's say, because uh, um, we would go and visit, you know, my mom's village. Uh, mm-hmm. We would go there and visit family, um, and uh, and you know, you don't make much of it when you're younger. It's just there, right? It's just part of, yeah. And then I also think that, as I said, I then left Portugal uh, when I was 19 and I went to, to the UK. And uh, I, I also believe that you very much start valuing what you have or where you have or where you come from more when mm-hmm. you don't have it or when you have left. Um, which was this is perfectly natural, um, and um, and so at that point when I would go back to Portugal and I would you know visit my friends, my family, and I would be in Porto and I would go to Lisbon, and then I would go to the Douro Valley and I'll be like, oh my God, this is uh, this is time travel, right? <laughs> uh, I remember I like I remember this one episode. Um, I must have been like my early twenties, and I go over there in summer, and um, and kind of like I meet these other kids and uh, these other young people, and we and we're kind of hanging out at night, and they they drive into the kind of middle of the mountain. Uh, oh, I remember it was a den, 
right? Because you have the obviously the, the the river, the Douro River, and there's a lot of uh, water dams producing electricity. Oh. Yada yada. Um, oh. And we just they just they just drive to the middle of a a, a dam and uh, they come out of the car and I was kind of like, what's like what's 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 going on? Like what's what do you guys do around here? And then they said, just look up. And I look up to the sky, and it was like this crazy, stupid, like view of like the stars and the Milky Way. And uh, I, <laughs> I was mesmerized. <laughs> and but I just remember that they, I was so mesmerized that they were making fun of me. They were like, <laughs> "Oh, look at look at the city boy, yeah, uh, yeah. from London, <laughs> and like he, he doesn't he doesn't have this there." And I was like, "Of, of course not. Of course, <laughs> like you don't have and." And um, um, so this is just to say that then, as a young man, going back, I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. This is nuts. And, you know, the hospitality, the people, as in family or friends, because when visiting, my mom would very much uh, try to take me around as a, like, oh, you know, you have, my, my we, son is here. We have to go and visit this, this and We go here. We go there. And, uh, yeah. You know, because we are here, it would be so rude if we wouldn't go to visit them. So I, at the time, it was a nuisance because it was her agenda, you know. And <laughs> But I, I very much value, obviously, looking back. But it was like these friends and these people that I've never met before. And we'd but their hospitality. And, and then and I bring this up because... Hospitality is a big thing, um, and and then everyone had their own wine, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and I remember, <laughs> I remember, like asking a lot of questions. So how do you do this, and why do you do this, and uh, <laughs> and um, like it's nothing. Again, it's like it's it's just you just do. You have a little plot of land in the, in the back of your small house, and you know you grow some grapes, and you just make some wine. And uh, and um, and I remember once this uh, this man, uh, like the husband of this uh, friend of my mom, uh, after dinner, like we started drinking this. I'm pretty sure that we wasn't the wine, and then we moved on like to some sort of. Um, um, kind of uh, what's it called uh, aguardiente, uh, uh, like a, uh, a white spirit that he made and distilled of uh, the the moist the leftover of the grapes, and uh, I remember getting um, very drunk, and I remember <laughs> telling my mom. I just, because my mom was like in the living room with her friend and they were chatting and, they, and I just remember saying like, mom, we should leave now. <laughs> Although it was, I, it, it was, again, like this, this man was showing me and, and sharing and it was very much entertaining all of these questions that I had. Uh, but I remember going like, which was an incredible experience, right? And, but I remember, like, this is too much of the good stuff we have to But now. here, like, have, more, is... have more, have <laughs> more. Because I, I think he was like, oh, we should have another chorizo. Like, we need more snacks, right, <laughs> to, to, to keep the drinking going. Let me, yeah, yeah. let me open a cheese. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Very, I cannot. Like, you, you're, you're too kind. 
Anyway, so <laughs> this is just Here, to I say uh-huh. the, the the love affair, you know, and as a, as a young man, you know, I'm studying film in London, and I see these, you know, kind of the roots of the, where my, my mom's side comes from, and I was like, oh. So I guess the seed then was planted there, right? Well, have you done other films? Make, correct, correct. So uh, I then, I, I think in terms of, Feature length? No, um, I did. Uh, I did a bunch of um, short films, and and very much kind of like in this realm of of food and culture. I've always been very curious about, you know, that. Uh, so some some examples. Just to uh, I did uh, I did one uh, in like in, I went to Berlin. I was like, oh, and then Berlin, let me make a film. Um, and uh, with a few friends, we also had like this little project going on called On Plate Still Hungry, where we just, you know, told and shared stories or made films about uh, food and travel and culture. Anyway, I got to go in and I made a film about the, the Turkish community. The Turkish community in Germany is huge. Um, and the Turkish, Turkish culture, incredible cuisine, right? I was like, okay, so what's the what's what's the best? And I some research and asking some some friends. They, they took me to this uh, kebab restaurant and uh, ran by this family, and I decided to tell them that the story of which again, this the story almost feels like the same, but it has different reiterations, which is immigrants, and one of the first things that connects them with home that they have left is food. Because it mm-hmm. brings a lot of uh, strong memories, and then suddenly you are in the city and you're offering what you know, the food that you know, and um, sometimes it really works and it's a huge success, and um, mm-hmm. and you're able to make a living of that, right? Um, we then made this other film in Montreal about the the Haitian community. There's a big oh. community from Haiti. And uh, and I started like picking up on these lines that people, you know, in interviews, people would say, and it's interesting. I also bring this up because maybe I lived that, which was, and the line goes, oh, you know, I left my hometown, my home country. You know, the plan was to to, to go for a year, and then I stayed twenty, thirty, forty <laughs> years. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, it was the same. I went to London for a year with a friend of mine, and then I ended up staying 20. And <laughs> so I guess then naturally I'm, I'm um, intrigued by the stories of, of immigration as well. The moving, right? And what, what I guess perhaps because I lived that. Um, so I made those, uh, bunch of those films. I made a film, just to give another example, about. I wanted to make a film about chef knife. Uh, mm. But no one's going to pay me to go to Japan to do this <laughs> where they make the best uh, chef knife, right, in, in, in the world. So I was lucky to find um, a little white studio in South London. I was living in London. And these three dudes, they were making uh, um, chef knives um, under uh, the... the you know, in a, in a very London, like in an arch under the the train track. Oh yeah. And they had their, uh, and uh, I was able to make this wonderful 
little film about the process again, just to just to throw it out there, which will connect to the to a wonderful kingdom process. I'm quite fascinated by process, and uh, and also just the similarity of that film, which is a short film, which is called The Forge. Um, uh, there's no interviews. Like I don't necessarily. It's not about me explaining to the viewer. You know the 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 history or the so and so of the, the these people behind it, but I just want to show you. I just watch. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that in the wonderful just, kingdom. Just uh, uh, he, he let it speak for itself, and that was exactly. That was and I totally understand if people, some viewers, are like, "Oh, I wish there would be more info information." Uh oh. I'm not hearing you. Mike, you there? Mike? I can hear you, Ron. Yeah, I can hear you too. Oh, you can hear me? Okay. Ron, are you there? Yeah. I think Ron cannot hear us. They got quiet. We didn't hear anything. Yeah, I can, I can hear both of you. Yeah, we every once in a while there's something crops up and uh we have an issue on air. Let's see yeah. if he goes to his back. Um Yeah, we have I thought I disconnected because we have storms in this area and uh sometimes that well, I was gonna ask I was gonna ask Mike what where are you guys? Uh, I am in Central Florida, uh, near Lakeland, uh-huh. and Ron is on the west coast of Florida. Gotcha. See if he's, yeah, and Ron's so he's, back. Uh, there he is. Yeah, I just I'm sitting there listening to Carlos, and all of a sudden, blank, nothing, and uh, I couldn't hear anybody, couldn't talk to anybody, so I don't know what happened. It just uh, again, we've had this problem on other occasions, and. It just happened to do it now, so I apologize for me leaving like I did. But it's I think it's part of our our connection, all that here. So yeah, um, you do. I, I missed out on some of the stuff you were saying. I had a question though. Did uh, uh, your wife and uh, daughters go to Portugal with you? I mean, did you all take a trip over there before the film and decide to do it then? Um. Yes, the short answer is yes. Uh, we, uh, in fact, the first, like I said, I met my wife when I visited New York uh, for the first time, um, and uh, and the second trip that we did was it was in Portugal, and I remember that. So it was very early stage of our romance, and um, and I kind of left her 
she was going to do like some work in Porto, coincidence, and I was like, great, you do that because I'm going to drive to the Doro Valley to do some research. I'm going to meet some people regarding this, uh, this film that I would like to make. So that was that. And then, uh, and, then, and then we got married in Portugal a few years ago, and, and this summer we were able to, uh, to go to Portugal, which is a big thing to, to go with both of the kids and also just to see my family for the first time in almost two years because of the oh, wow. Um And uh, so, uh, so, yes. And, uh, and then on this trip, we were able to, to be with some of the, 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 the wine producers um, featured on the film. They were in Porto. Uh, we had a wonderful lunch with uh, our good friend, uh, Dirk Meeport, who's very kind to, uh, who's been very supportive of the film and the whole project. And, and we also became friends, which was a cherry on the top. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So you all got married in Portugal then. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Might uh, be worth mentioning, just noting that you do have a slight echo now when you speak. Do I really? Just so you know. Yeah. Okay. It might be better now. That's better. Is it better? Yeah. Yeah, I turned the main line off. So there you go. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I see what you did, yeah. Mike. Um, Okay, now that's a wonderful kingdom. We we've gotten mm-hmm. some background on you, but the reason you're on is because you directed this movie, A Wonderful Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to see it. It it, it is beautiful. Okay, let me start out by saying that I really really love the scenes of the area and all that. Mm-hmm. I was fascinated by the terracing of the grapevines i never you know you hear about the terracing and stuff like that but you never really understand how high the terraces are and and what's involved with it and i saw this movie and i went wow it's just it's like if you lose your footing you're going to tumble for uh half a mile before you hit the bottom i mean it's just a lot of a lot of hills and uh, it was uh uh, just a, a gorgeously filmed movie, and w- I started to watch it, and I started to identify. And this may seem weird, and it may be what you were looking for in it, but I started to identify with the grape. I, I, I you know, being picked and then being thrown in the uh, the carrier and then taken to the winery, mm-hmm. and, and the process that the grape goes through to release its juice to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, the port and all that, and I really did. I just, I, I it was a, a journey that I had never considered or experienced, and it was well put together for that. I just really enjoyed that aspect of it. But uh, uh, the, the all the people uh, did, uh, are they all part of one one? Uh, Co-op, or are they different people from different areas? Right, 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 right. So, then, so, so, um, the 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 region of Trazos Montes, where the Douro Valley is, and that the the, the Douro River crosses, the Douro River comes is born, starts in Spain, and then it crosses Portugal, and obviously. 
Yeah, oh. it goes all the way to the Atlantic. Um, and it's a poor region, you know. It's a simple folk that they, they do work the land and uh, agriculture and, uh, and uh, like, goats and, uh, you know, fairly s- simple and poor and uh, remote, right? And so, um, and that's where you put those, like, my ancestors, like my, my, um, my grandparents and, and the, when the, and obviously the region has been producing wine, uh, well, you know, whatever, historically, wine, we've been making wine there, whoever was there, like, for 2,000 years, but, um, wow. You know the Doral, the Doral Valley. Um, it was the first demarcated wine region in the world. So this goes back to 1770 something, um, and uh, which means that you know port wine can only be called port wine if it comes from within these limits. Um, and this is to say that so then. It's an important aspect of the economy, right? So it's taken seriously. So then when the harvest comes, they're like, okay, cool, we got to do this. And it means that it's, there's work for everyone. So in a poor region where people maybe don't have much work or maybe they just they maybe they just grow what they – well, I'm sure that they did. That's what obviously happened and still happens. Um, but the, this is just to say that the harvest was a guaranteed – Months long, maybe six weeks of work. Great, um, and uh, and so to this day, it's kind of the same. So everyone that we see in the film, they are from the from that region. They're from that region. In fact, yeah, I'll just stop there. They might come from a town or a village further away, but they kind of like all kind of like know each other. And uh, and which I find that really interesting because you know labor for 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 harvesting and, and picking like a lot of it's like immigrants and like and uh, cheap labor or whatever like and over there and what I found interesting that so we shot the film three years ago so that was the harvest of 2018. Uh, Everyone is from. It's not even Portuguese. It's like they're from that region. So the importance of that month-long guaranteed work, um, and that was something that was captured in the in this book that I adapted the narration that Malcolm read by Portuguese writer Miguel Targa. He captured that in his text that people the region just comes alive and you know what's 11 months of the year is kind of like a, a quiet bucolic region you know in September comes September comes the harvest is busy the trucks up and down and people the picking and the stomping and the machines working creating this uh, this um, wine that will inebriate the four corners of the world as they, as, as one of the lines of the film is yes yeah. and, you know, the the, uh, uh, the the region there from what i understand about uh, portugal and port 
the region there was basically under a servitude of the big conglomerates for centuries, if you will. It, it isn't anymore, is it? I mean, it's gotten away from the uh, servitude I hate to use, but that might be a good word. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that all of this came to to be because the 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 Brits wanted to drink port wine. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, the, uh, a lot of it was exploited by British uh, families, houses, names uh. um, for centuries, and then. I'm going to say maybe in the last 30, 30 years, the, the less, and, you know, Portuguese producers, and also the region changed where there was a, 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 a focus in more quality. Um, mm-hmm. um, and now there's been some really interesting stuff being made, but also now anyone that has a piece of land there, anyone that has a... The small estate can turn that into a boutique hotel. Boom, and they're generating uh, money. So, so not, not so so like not so remote, right? As it used to be. Um, it's, it's so much so that it's a it's a place of interest. Like people really want to go there, um, and um, and so that it's it's changing a lot, and uh, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it it seems like the area has, uh, well, just because of the fact that it's more noted around the world and all that, it seems like the area is becoming a, a destination for a lot of tourists, and it seems like that money feeding in there would help also. Uh, I, yes. Um, uh, well, yes. The, what everyone fears, and this is um, this is a um, a concern, like for places like Porto in Lisbon, which is like fantastic. Everyone wants to visit Lisbon and Porto in Portugal. Great, everyone right. makes money of it, generates a lot of business. But then comes those problems of the, the, the urban places, which is you can't really live in the center of the city because everything becomes an Airbnb, and um, there's there's a new hotel opening or going up every week, and oh, kind of loses. Wow. Um, yeah, I understand. It just needs to be regulated. That's. Um, uh, so but anyway, you're so losing that small town uh, exactly. appeal, that small town flavor that it. I'm sure you grew up with. And That's what, you're so used to, yeah. and when you start getting, you know, Hilton building a, a eight-story hotel, that doesn't set well with you, I would imagine. Yeah. But I don't live there, right, Ron? Like, what about the people that they live there? They, I've, I think it was on this last trip, yeah. uh, or when I got married, and uh, quite a lot of friends came from the U.S. I remember seeing some some resistance to, uh, you know, like I said in the beginning, like Portuguese is known for hospitality. Um, and I, I really, I think I never really understood that. But even like making the film, 
I'm just thinking about my past and having this experience. Like I said before, the men change wine and he's like, why don't Hospitality is a big thing. And, and I feel like maybe now as a consequence, right, maybe um, they, they don't want to be so uh, so uh, friendly or so uh, open-armed and so welcoming. And I understand. So this mm-hmm. is to say that that could be that could also be a problem in the future for the Doro. I uh, don't. Uh, I hope not, uh, because I hope not I, as, the name, as the name of the film, as the name of the film says, it's a, it is a, a wonderful kingdom. So it's a little gem. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's what you showed on the film there. It's just an absolutely gorgeous area, and uh, it has that appeal. It shows the people, and, and you know, I don't don't want to give the the complete film away because people really do need to see it. I mean, it just is something that they uh, really need to sit down and uh, with an hour and fifteen minutes, and it's worth the time. Sit down and do it. it, it it's not telling you about wine it's telling you about people and that's right and it just it's it's interesting the the fact that the people and and they all seem to be happy with what they're doing and it doesn't seem work so much as it is joy that they're getting the grapes and they're they're making these wonderful in products and i think that's what comes through to me a lot with the people and the fact that they uh, uh, take so much pride in what they're doing yeah i i agree there's um there's a scene over there where we have uh, in the beginning of the film and you see the the, the workers this, this team they're picking great grapes into the boxes and then and then they have a break they have a, they have a lunch break and i remember mm-hmm. it was hot so it was like I'm gonna say that it was so it was like twelve, like half twelve noon, almost one PM for so peak sun. This was September. Um I'm gonna say that was like ninety something degrees. Ninety degrees wow. say. So they pick they as you see like they, they, they find like the the spots with the shade where they can sit and they they have the lunch that they brought from home. And um and 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 that the two way you just said the fact that this is this is working it's fun and there's a fantastic scene where one of them is like really the banter between them and one making fun of the others because they they know that there's a camera right and uh, and the whole thing was and it was it was great to capture that very genuine very spontaneous um, and it was as you say it was great that. As I'm filming this, right? So I was like, okay, cool. I was always very interested about like the lunch scene. Like, so what do they bring for lunch? How does it go? What's the ritual? And mm-hmm. it was great that he wasn't like, oh my god, you know, like we're so tired. This is horrible. Like, there was, there was, there was never, right? There was never that. So it was fun. It was lighthearted. It was uh, one of my one of my favorite scenes. And and then in that scene, yes, which. You, I, I asked them like, oh, you know, this this hard work of the, the picking the grapes. And they're like, well, you know, the harvest is it's okay. What's really hard work is when you're setting up the those those those, those the, the steps and when you're you're creating um, 
what's the word when you're uh, when you're planting and when you're you exactly, know they, they, exactly. they said that they said exactly. you know when you're planting yeah. you're on your exactly. knees all day and they and I was like harvest. oh that's yeah. exactly and I was like oh that makes sense because one of the things that so just another fact one of the things that makes the, the, this, this region quite beautiful I understand that wine regions in itself are quite beautiful. There's this repetition of vineyards, like it's right. beautiful. But the Douro Valley is the, the biggest mountainous wine region. So you have these vineyards on, in mountains. And the way to grow it, so that it, <laughs> it works, they create these, these steps, right? Um, and so because it's a mountain, it's, uh, it's rock. It's uh, schist. It's it's granite. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then, so then, someone had this idea hundreds of years ago to like, oh, I know how we can conquer. Very uh, uh, mankind thing to say, like how we can conquer and twist the nature so that it works for us. Uh, I don't think that, and it's, so what it means with this um, hard. Uh, uh, terrain is that it's able to retain the heat and the water um, and that works really guess what it was really well for wine <laughs> yeah, and, so, yeah. So, but uh, so much work on those terraces and everything absolutely I was amazed on the terraces I you hear about terraces and all that and you know and in the wine business, you know, you have different areas talk about it, but boy, this was, uh, it, it was mind-boggling how, how steep these are and how you have two rows of grapes, one on one side, one on the other, and then a path to the middle so that you can, you know, put the machinery down and, and pick, and that's it. Then you go up another complete, you know, 10, 15 feet, and you have another terrace, and it, it, it labor-intensive, I can... Just yeah, and and also just want to mention that I I as you said and thank you for saying that it's not really a film about wine it's a film about the people. I wanted to make this film as an homage to 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 these people because as I also everything is connected like as you know Portugal and like Douro is a destination and people are drinking more like Douro wine, which is great, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to show the people that really make this, right? The, the ones that they toil the land. Because it's really hard work. Well, oh, yeah. About. It's oh. really hard work. And I never wanted to focus or tell the story uh, on the, the owners. Because the, the, the people that they own this, they're people with a lot of privilege. Um, they have a lot of attention around them. They don't need my attention. I don't want to give them my attention. And I really want them just to show the people. I'm also fascinated by their faces, right? Because just uh, you know, they, they 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 work the land like the the, the um, sun tanned and like the the, the wrinkles on their faces. And um, I think that. I was able to capture that. It was very much a, a conscious decision of like showing the, the faces of people that, and um, and that's what I wanted to to do. Um, 
And um, so, yeah, I appreciate that you noticed that. Well, actually, you did capture that, too. You, you showed the people, you showed how they work and all that. And I, I, I think if someone approaches this and the fact that this, well, like I said, I understood the grape going through this and, you know, the people, what they're doing with the grape, from the, the picking it off the vine, throwing the, uh, the uh, baskets and then throwing the back of the tractor and taking it down to the winery and then the process of, uh, well, stomping it barefoot. I mean, you know, these are a classic thing there, too. You show the, the ladies and the guys stomping mm-hmm. the grapes with their feet. And, uh, you know, you get an idea of what the grape goes through and the people who are putting it through this. And I enjoyed that tremendously about the movie. Uh, it was a uh, different approach that you never consider, and it's something that was fascinating to me. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that, just because as making the film, one of the things that I struggled the most was my vulnerability like I was like does this even make sense would would anyone even care about this does it which I was like I, I get it Carl like you're, you're making something that it means something to you you know you feel this yeah. but don't be afraid of it but I was I felt myself at times during the process of making the film that I was the biggest force of resistance to whatever stage of the process, which I, I saw that at the time. So this is just to say that, you know, let's, let's go, let's do this, it's going to be fine. And, and then just to hear that, you know, just to hear you say that, and I'm like, fantastic, great, it, 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 it worked. What I, the feeling that I wanted to share um, comes across. So... That's a good point. I, I, I captured that all the way through. I mean, it was just each of the people and each of the steps going through it. It shows you that they enjoy what they do and that they are, well, everybody had their job. Everybody did their job. Yeah. Everybody did their job yeah. because there was no problems or anything. They knew what to do. And they it sort do. of understood, too, that, if there was a problem on anything, if anything happened, you understood, and without being spoken, without being explained, mm-hmm. that everybody would jump in and help and solve the problem. Because everybody worked as a unit, and even if the people up picking the grapes were up in the hills picking the grapes, on the terraces yeah. picking the grapes, they were still part of the unit, and that came across yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I was going to say, you mentioned the stomping. Which yeah, the stomping of the grapes. That's, that's something that yeah. I, I thought that was, I, I didn't realize they were still doing that on a large scale. Yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. all machines now. Right. No, so, yes, yeah, so stomping um um, is a process of uh, breaking and, and crushing the the, the grapes and um, uh, the winemakers, wineries in the Doro Valley because you know it's this old country and they've been doing this for centuries. This this estates, this this quintas, this country estates. I'm not going to say all of them still have 
those um, uh, tanks made out of stone where people go in and they stomp the grapes. I felt that I was like, I I did ask that question. I was like, uh, why? Like, as you said, like, you got to get going. Like, why why, why is this? Because this is time consuming. And and what was interesting was... um, that there was, they did uh, in 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 that scene that I show in the film. They do it twice a day. They do one in the morning. That is kind of like they the workers. They can have the radio on, you know, music is on, and they're chatting and they're just like walking around, stomping the the the, the grapes. But then they do another one uh, in the like early evening where there's no music, no radio, and there's no no chat, no no talking, oh. silence. And I was like, okay, so why is that? Like, yeah, I think like, it's the same. Why is that? And, they, and they're like, because, 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 because we believe that the focus, the attention, the intention makes the product or makes, makes it a better wine. Huh. And I thought to myself, well, you know what? If you if you if you if you believe that and if you do that, who am I to disagree? <laughs> the, the 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 real reason is that they they believe that the uh, uh, the the foot or the the you know a person crushing the the grape or stepping on the grape uh, doesn't crush the 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 pits the seeds inside because if you do crush the seed, then it releases a bitter taste. You're making port wine. Port wine is sweet. You don't want that bitterness. That's the the real reason. But you know, it's 2021. You don't really need to to do it like that. But they do because they believe in it and they've been doing it forever since. And what I love is that as that scene in the film kind of shows, it's a it's almost like a, a, a church-like moment. It's the silence, you know, and there's, there's this intention. Uh, and you're in a place, the, the, the walls and the, the roof around you and above you, it's 150 years old, 200 years old. And, uh, and I was like, wow. This is, uh, and everyone is into it. No one questions it. It is yeah. what it is. Well, right. they were they wow. were intense. Yes, they, that's what that's what they had to do right then. You can see it in their faces. I mean, you, you showed some of the people, and it was the concentration there. It was not yeah. letting their mind wander and you know thinking about what they're going to cook for dinner that evening. It was like we need to do these grapes the proper way right now, and it, it was evident in the faces yeah. of everyone. Which I think. You know, again, this day and age, just to have that, and the fact that we, where you are in Florida, where I am in New York, or anyone listening, like in the United States, that we can fairly easy find a bottle of uh, of port wine or a bottle of Doro wine, and that has likely been stumped, and it will cost us twenty dollars. You know. It's pretty incredible. So I, that surprises think, me because you know I well I understand when you explain to it that you don't want the seeds to crush. I, I understand that, and that makes 
complete sense, but I never realized that it was being stomped by feet uh, yeah. so much in the region. I it, it surprises me. Across, across the region, yeah, they, every, yeah. Wow, um, I, I'm, I'm sure that maybe they, there are producers that they go more for the quantity as any one region, any one producer. I, I don't know, but majority, they still do, I think it's called the traditional um, process, like harvest. And um, I, I also believe because it's the tradition, so they, they are into that. You know, they don't want to cut corner shorts. They, um, the conditions obviously now are much better. And we saw that uh, how, you know, there's a scene at the end where you have the workers having the lunch. You know, right, yeah. And uh, the great scene, um, 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 it's, uh, I also think that we can see that they're happy because in terms of working conditions, like, it's it's great, like it's fair. Um, I'm and sure that's... 56, 56 years ago, um, I, I doubt it. Um, yeah, well, it, it, you know, I mean, but at the time they realized, you know, it was probably what they did at the time and they understood it and it wasn't really much well, different in the mental attitude right. than they have now, I don't think. I mean, yeah. they didn't know anything different and so therefore... That's what they did. I, you mentioned the meal at the end there. I'll tell you what. Mm. I saw that soup and I saw that pasta dish. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh that my looks God. so good. Oh, my God. I, I, yes. I, I love that you mentioned that. Yes. So it's um, <laughs> very traditional meal. So the, the, the cook of this winery, she's, she's cooking for the workers. There's two tables, let's say that maybe there's like 15, 16 people on each, there's maybe 30 people in this dining room. Mm, wow. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, and they, they know that they have to give the workers like a, 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 a sturdy meal, like something that, you know, keeps them um, working. It's, 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 uh, it, it's physically demanding, right? Yeah, yeah. And and they had this dish and um, very traditional. So you have like pasta shells and like uh, chunks of meats and uh, uh, carrots and uh, peppers um, were in there. I oh, oh, chickpeas in it as well. And 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 has these cooks. And I think it might come from the pasta. Like it, the the sauce thickens up. Right, mm. and it's and and it's just like a rewarding meal. Uh, it becomes like in a soup, in a, in a, in a soup bowl, and uh, you eat it like with a with a spoon, and it just tastes great. I remember exactly that when I came back from that shoot, I tried to make that dish straight away for my wife. I failed <laughs> miserably. I also failed miserably because I believe that she was like, oh, you know, don't put the pasta there, like cook it separately. It's like, oh, no, that's maybe one of the main That's what they do. <laughs> and she's like, oh, man, you know, I'm not going to leave it there. And then the whole thing was just a mess. Um, I'm very disappointed. And I haven't tried it since. But, but I also remember being <laughs> at, the, at the place where we shot the opening 
the scene that I was talking before, like the picking and the, the workers, they had the lunch there uh, mm-hmm. where they were picking the wine. Uh, and that was from a different winery, Churchill's. Um, and they served us the same lunch, that same oh, really? dish. Oh, wow. And I was like, I was like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm just, like, just keep it coming. I, I can, I can have this dish. So, um, <laughs> can I have it go I, back? <laughs> It's it's yeah, and it's you. I, it's also interesting. Just last note, just about that dish, which is called Khenshu. Uh, um, it's very traditional. Uh, it's a working man's kind of meal. What a what a phenomenal meal for a working man. Um, but like that's the kind of thing that you do not find in a restaurant. Restaurants yeah. don't do that. No, Even no. as traditional they they might be, like that's not kind of kind of meal. But you and me were saying put it on an, any menu, we'll, we'll have it. Right? That's right. And it's interesting that over there, I'm pretty sure that you cannot find it in any... It's just, it's just not the kind of dish that you would serve at a restaurant. Right? Maybe still to this day, it's looked down upon. Which really? Which is obviously ridiculous. Maybe, because it's just like... I think exactly. so. I, I'll, I'm going to look into this. I, I think that you won't find this in a restaurant. And, but here we are. Uh, defending that. Uh, well, let me let be. me tell you a story to add to this. Okay, I was watching the movie and it got to the point where this, they served this soup and then they brought up this pasta dish, and I paused the movie and I called my wife in and I said, "Come here, come here." I said, "Look at this." I said, "Look at that." I said, "I want you to make that." I said, "That That's looks fantastic. so good." And she looked at it, and she goes, ask, ask your guest tonight what the recipe is. <laughs> That's so right. No, I, I guess it's not good to ask you because you tried it, and you messed no, it up. So. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm going to share a recipe with you, and you can even post a, a, a link. This is something that so I'll happily share. You know, everyone tries and see what works for them. Um, but if... If, if that's one of the things that we taste on watching this film, like this dish, I would be very happy because that's why it was also included that scene and you know seeing the cooks serving from the pots, the cooking pots to the to the cooking uh, to the serving dish and um, and the fact that she says, oh, you know, this is what you guys the crew will be having and I was like right <laughs> yeah. yeah I heard um, her say that yeah, yeah this is yeah. for the crew and I, you know but all oh, that looks yeah. so good well you you have and my you, email address send me the recipe on my on the you know all about wine send it's all about wine because I would love to yeah. have that recipe that looks want, so so good I want to say one last thing um, when we were finishing making the film and then the pandemic hits and, I was going to ask people not being able to 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 travel. Uh, I remember, oh, like me and my partner uh, Nick, uh, he shot the film. But this film, we were like, this this might be a great time for us to put the film out there because you know people can't really travel, and so here we are, maybe giving them an opportunity to go and see a place that they haven't been perhaps and then we talked about the what if people they they wherever they are and like i said it's, it's fairly easy in the united states to to find port wine or a bottle of red or, or white from the door valley to and cheap 
to to get a bottle and to sit down and to watch the film because um it just makes it experiential you know and uh, and, uh, and 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 fun as well it, it does yeah. uh, well, I, I, I have uh, the Doro Valley is noted for port uh, yeah. Without a doubt, I mean that's you mentioned yeah. that, and people immediately think port. But what other wines are made there that uh, yeah. are of note? Yeah, so the the the, the red wine, uh, I'm gonna red wine. Then um, it's it's a big wine. It's a full body wine, um, uh, and that's what I think that newer producers or younger producers are trying to make them. Maybe more like sophisticated, uh, easy to drink wine because it's a big wine, and the big wine is not for every occasion, right? No. Um, uh, uh, in fact, obviously, I I went through that like a, a, the big wine becomes it's tiring. It's uh, the white wine, but it's fantastic. So there's there's lots to to try there, um, and then with the white wine, it's not so. Uh, it's not that it's popular, but you don't find it very much. Um, the white uh, uh, grape, um, but the white wine is white. It's crispy. It's crisp. Um, it's not very fruity. Um, mm. And uh, it's very and, dry or um, sweet on the white. No, not sweet. Not sweet. Uh, not sweet. So yeah, dry, crisp, uh, some acidity. Not so fruity, um, but yes, it's, it's going to be so. If it's not the port, it's going to be a bottle of red wine. So uh-huh. then when I go home, when I go home, like even if it's like a celebration, uh, like meal, like a like a Christmas or like an Easter, like I uh, I very much enjoy just going to shop the shop, like supermarket, and seeing like what's available, like stuff that I haven't tried or like. Stuff that I've tried that I want to remember again, um, and um, I and so this is just say that wine wine from the Douro, it feels it it's it feels I guess home I guess uh, yeah oh yeah I can imagine um, you would I would go crazy if I went there and had a, a shop one, full of Douro wines on the shelf I would uh, would not know when to I stop. think so. I think so because it's exciting because you're like oh what about this one and then it's exactly and then it's and then if there's because it's interesting because people they, they're passionate about this so if there's someone next to you they're like oh but you have to try this one and like oh okay fine if you say so easy like you don't even have to say like sure yes <laughs> um, you know and then and then you know if you're able to have a few people around the table and if you're having a meal it's um, it's interesting because it's never about the excess, um, but it's just the joy of that sharing and the. No, and then yeah. I guess that's what um, wine's about. I I, I want to cover one more thing quickly about the film yeah. though. You showed uh, the must, and you showed them uh, mm, shoveling it out mm, and doing that. That's that's an aspect mm, that most people ignore, but uh, that was interesting. I enjoyed mm, seeing them. You know. The, Moving it around and, and breaking it up and different things, you never hear about that, and that was a good thing to do, I think, in the film. So interesting that you mentioned that. So I um, 
uh, I am a, a fan of what they make with with it, which is the the, the aguardiente, uh, which would be. Um, do you, it's, do you know what I mean? I want yes, to, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, I'm a fan of it because it comes from the grape. Uh, you know, yeah, I, still I, drinks uh, come from different fruits. They have a different flavor. With Agrodent that comes from grape, um, uh, I, I appreciate that. It can, it can get really uh, a high level of alcohol. Um, yeah. So you have to. Be, yeah. What are, I, I can't think of the name. I, I can picture oh, what that. Mm, yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it, it's interesting because most of the time people don't think of the byproduct of. But of it's grapes. so important these days, right? It's so important that you use everything, right? Mm-hmm. Kind, of, kind of like nose to tail, but the grape. <laughs> Um, right. of you know using everything and, and, and making as much as you can from uh, what the land has given you so but then there's also commercial interest to it you know the fact that you can make something that, like you said you can commercialize a byproduct great great for the business uh, but yes I wanted to show that because because of, of also that, we were able to show these two scenes. There's one with the red, young man with a red T-shirt, and he's just like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then there's those two other guys, and it's the the green grape, um, the, the white grape. Right. Um, right. Shovel them in. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Does the area grow anything besides grapes? Is there any other crop? Very good. Very good. Um, olive oil. Oh, okay. Olive oil. I think that's a line. There's a line that goes. There's only two things that you could grow in this uh, uh, rocky uh, terrain to raw, and uh, and it's uh, grapes, olives. I don't think as if they. Nothing. Um, you showed some olive trees there. I remember seeing those. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I, exactly. I don't. He uh, didn't show anything else, and I just wondered if there was anything else that was growing there because the s- soil. I mean, geez, I, exactly. you know, trying to plant anything in that, you would have to have something that would be a long-term, uh, uh, long-term uh, a tree or, or grapevine or something that, that you don't have to replant every year because there would be no way you can plow that up. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, it's just, it, <laughs> but it, it's just, uh, it's fascinating. Mike, do you have any questions for Carlos? Uh, no, actually, uh, I'm good. I was, I've just been uh, looking up a few things, like the uh, Aguardiente, looks like. Uh-huh. Aguardiente, there you go. Yeah. And they, uh, there's a reference to Portuguese fire water, uh, which... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <That's interesting>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was reading about that, and uh, there's a couple of wineries in uh, Florida that I know of that do um, grape, grape stomping, uh, but mostly it's at, done during events, and uh, there's an yes, admission exactly. to it. I don't know so if it's actually... There's an, exhibition, there's an exhibition yeah. aspect to it, yes, yes, yes. Yes, oh, yeah, and competition yeah. and all that stuff. Right. I don't yeah. know if it's actually for you know for the production of the wine or if it's just for entertainment purposes, and then they... 
you know, dump it out. I have no idea, but there's. I I'm think not, most of it's for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've just been uh, looking up a few things, and uh, yeah, I'll be uh, definitely uh, watching this uh, documentary very soon. So please, um, please find yourself a, a bottle of of Doro while watching it, mm-hmm. Mike, just for yeah, that level it, yeah. of just of the experience. Yeah. Uh, um, it should be fun. Um, yeah. Definitely. Well, Thank you. Well, I, I have help. nothing but praise for for the documentary you, Wonderful really... Kingdom. It was it was so enjoyable. Now, how can people see this? How can people uh, purchase right. or view or whatever it is? How can they yeah. go about seeing this? It's it's on uh, on Apple TV and Amazon uh, Prime. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I believe it's on a couple of uh, other platforms like Vudu, uh, and um, and I, there will be more platforms moving forward. But um, the the distributor started with the, really the main focus is Apple TV and uh, and um, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Oh, and also, I, you mentioned it quickly, but I want to uh, make a point of it. Malcolm McDowell is actually the oh, one that right. narrated this. That's How right, did you right. get him? So, um, we uh, went to like the stage of the film and we needed the narrator. We got the distributor involved and they're like, you know, a recognizable voice would be great. And I was like, well... Yes, of course. And we made a list of names, and da, 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 but you know, always with the, this is very much independent filmmaking, uh, with the concern of how much is that going to cost us, right? Right. Um, and uh, it, as many things are able to work out in life, there was a friend of a friend oh. that knew uh, the, the the agent from uh, from Malcolm and. Uh, Malcolm lives in the same city as uh, as my business partner Nick uh, in oh. California, and there was like this kind of uh, connection, so that the introduction introduction was made, and he was just coincided that he was available, and he was uh, kind to to make it work for for us, uh, you know, in a way that we we could make it happen, and um, and that was it. So that was incredible. That you know, kind of breakthrough and that we got him that he said yes and then uh, very professional we got like a studio we went in and I was again like not being able to travel to be there which was such a shame but just walking in on a Zoom or directing Malcolm McDowell via Zoom he was incredibly um, professional I made obviously the silly joke of uh, oh you've done this before um, <laughs> Because he, because it was interesting, because he's also like reading a, a text that it's uh, it's translated, Asian text is Portuguese, so he's reading this it's a translation, and then there's a lot of words over there that are Portuguese, like when he's naming cities. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, when he's naming the grapes, and you know, not easy, and uh, and he wasn't phased um, uh, uh, by it. He's like no, 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 I got this. Let me try again. And he would just kind of, but he was great when he worked with a profession because like he knows what to do. And so he was, um, he was great. And I think he was like 
and it was a very good uh, a very good narration too i mean uh, i don't know who wrote the narration if it were you you know congratulations because it was very good it was uh captured what the area was and what you were doing and all that i it was a pleased, very pleased with the narration on that yeah, very poetic and uh yeah. and I guess that's that's where he's like his voice and like what he what he brings to to the table, it it works really well. It works really yeah. well. So yes, yeah, he was, was obviously as you can imagine as a as a as a filmmaker and like to be able to work with Martin McDowell. Um um and the way that he worked so well it was it was a joy and um, yeah. I'm yeah, very lucky. He had a good voice for it too, and he did an excellent job of pronouncing those Portuguese words too. <laughs> not easy, you know. Well, I can, uh, yeah, I know. I saw him on the screen there, and I'm going, "Oh no. boy!" <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you know, oh, so, well, yeah, Apple TV and and uh, Prime, uh, Amazon Prime. So, if anybody is interested, grab yourself, like uh, Carlos said. Grab yourself a bottle of port or uh, Portuguese wine and sit down and tune it in. It's uh, don't don't look for for wine to be explained, but enjoy the people and what they're doing. And, uh, any other any, last any thoughts? Further, no, I was just going to say any further info. Uh, if, if anyone wants, you know, it's wonderfulkingdom.com. Uh, easy, you have all the links there if you want to read more about it and oh. if you want to share, you know, get in contact, ask any questions or whatever, or wonderfulkingdom.com, that's the that's the easy easy go to. It is, yeah. Well, well, very good. I didn't I didn't know. I'll have to check that out. I didn't know you had a, a link there. Um, have a, Mike, real quick, if I, you're gonna. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Just real quick, uh, do you have any other documentaries or, or short films that, that are maybe worked on or coming out in the near future? Uh, good question. Um, I am uh, uh, researching or starting to work on a project about uh, lithium. And, and it's connected to a wonderful kingdom uh, because they found a, a large bank of lithium in the Doral Valley. Oh really? And, um, yeah, and what I find interesting as a as a filmmaker, as a storyteller, is that this wonderful kingdom that I just told you about uh, might be at risk because of this um, uh, this conundrum. Like this, we we all want the greener future, and the green future means electric cars and electric cars means lithium but whether the lithium comes from it comes from mining and open pit mines open pit mining. And, um, yes. and, and Europe doesn't have much of it and where do they find it? The largest one? In northern Portugal oh, so I feel boy. like I, I could have a good um, a valid Angle to to tell that story. Um, so it's not about oh, wine, do it. it yeah. Do it. That would be oh, a wonderful document telling. You know, I mean, there's so much that's involved with that, and the fact that if they found it there, you're going to start losing 
Daryl Volley uh, as we know it because oh that is that's fascinating. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited about your next movie. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for asking, Mike. And thank you. Ron. Yeah, you have uh, quite a bit already, and uh, just want to know what what's next for you. So yeah, very cool. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, that'd be good. thank you, Carlos. Thank you for taking the time this evening to join us, and uh, it was fascinating. I'm looking forward to the email with the recipe of that. Uh, Absolutely. I that pasta dish, I, I just, oh, my gosh, that looks so good. And I keep saying that, but when everybody sees the movie, they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but send me the recipe, and uh, like I say, look forward to your next movie. That that could be an interesting one if you decide to go with it this in, in uh, Doro Valley there. And uh, thanks for taking the time. It was great, and uh, uh Hope to be able to talk to you again in the future when your next movie comes out. That's right. Me too. Thanks again, Ron. And thank you, Mike. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good evening now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Oh, I don't know if you can hear it, but it is uh, thundering, so I put the little warning up on my video feed that the uh, storms in the area video feed may affect, be affected so far. Nothing. And, and I'm still on. Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't, though. It kicked me (laughs) out. I'm sitting there listening to Carlos, and all of a sudden, I, you know, (laughs) nothing. I go, Carlos, Mike, Mike, can you hear me? And once you didn't respond, I knew I I was was dead. No noise, no anything, just boom, it stopped. Well, I I heard you say that, and and then I stopped hearing Carlos. I stopped hearing everything, and I was like, hello, can anybody hear me? Nothing. And I go, so I refreshed. And I go, and I'm still on. I'm going, okay, I'm still here. Can you hear me, Carlos? And no, can you hear me, Ron? Nothing. I go, okay, I'm done. And just as I was going to redial in, Carlos comes up and he goes, yeah, I can hear you, Mike. And I go, oh, wait a minute. What? Oh, and then good. He called, I told him, I said, uh, Ron, Ron is going to probably call back, call back on his backup, you know, method. So, uh, you know, we'll stay here for a minute and see when he comes back. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, as soon as it went out, I, I tried to get a hold of, you know, talk about nothing, nothing for me to one of you. And I had the phone sitting here. I always keep it next to me in case, but it yeah. was buried underneath a bunch of papers. I had to go, where's my phone? And then I finally found it, and then I called in. Uh, but, so maybe, no, that's, maybe, that's your thing. Uh, whoever's disconnecting us on Blog Talk Radio got confused. They were like, did we? Do we disconnect Mike's line or do we disconnect the all about wine line? And this time it was you. This one. Click. Yeah, I know. know. But, uh, yeah. Oh, well. But good interview. You need to watch that movie. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to. It's uh, it's interesting. Like I say, don't look at it to to learn anything about wine. Look at it just for what he did. He he portrayed and profiled the people. And it was just an interesting approach. It just really really was enjoyable. So, so check it out uh, for sure. Thank you. And everyone out Good there out. too, you know, uh, yep. check it out. I mean, there's, there's easy ways to find it. Every, everybody has Amazon Prime or um, Apple, Apple TV. So, yeah, you know, so it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. And a wonderfulkingdom.com if you want to know more or anything. I didn't know he had that site. I'll have to check that out myself. I didn't didn't know it was there. 
Yeah, I was on. I was uh, when I was doing some searches, like all of his uh, previous works, and and like oh, you said, you? they're all. Yeah, they're all short films and you know short uh, um, works and uh, different topics. And uh, there there was a site I forgot what I went to, but it, it was like filmography or film something uh, with his profile, and it listed everything and and won a couple of awards uh for for two of them um oh, wow. and uh, yeah so uh yeah it's good, oh, you good, just, uh, uh, look for uh, under his name do it yeah did a search for him uh don't confuse him with the uh soccer player apparently there is a very famous soccer player footballer uh by the same name so oh, um <laughs> oh no that one it's different. Uh, and I was, I go. I was about to ask him, and I go, "Wait a minute, that's not. That says nothing about his films or anything, documentaries or nothing." And then down a little bit, and sure enough, there was a filmmaker, director, and you know, producer. And so, yeah, I, I found the right one. But yeah, I wish I'd known. I would have asked him if he played if he played football. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'll have to check him out on that other stuff. I didn't, I didn't, didn't know. I was just, I was reading most of the profiles of when we first connected, and I didn't, he didn't, never mentioned uh, a wonderful kingdom dot com. So I'll have to go to that. So, well, we are wow eight eight sixteen already. Yep, another one in the books, and uh, another one in the books. We will we'll close out close out this one for uh, this Thursday. And we'll be back next Thursday, the 14th of October, and uh, with All About Wine, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, right here on Blog Talk Radio, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you all for tuning in, and have a Thank you for great listening. week. And be, be safe. safe. Yes. And uh, we will see everyone next week. Mm-hmm. We'll see you later. Thank you. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. And, and, uh,